Welcome to Game Screen Crunch. <laughs> oh my God, Sam! <laughs> you said it. Come, coming in hot. I didn't say anything. I was gonna say Screen Crunch, which is the actual name of our podcast. No, this is our '90s episode. We're Game Snot now. <laughs> <laughs> um, hello, everyone. Welcome. Uh, today was supposed to be the episode. Where we went over, we, me and Sam share the weirdest licensed games we can find. But me and Sam are both very busy. We have busy lives. And um, both of us forgot this was an episode. <laughs> it will be that. It's just, I don't think it'll be the whole episode. We will talk about some licensed games. We will. We will. Um, I guess I would, I, I would like to start with Sam. Because uh, the licensed games I'm bringing, I brought three. None of them are games I've played, just games I've heard of. And I have watched, I'm watching YouTube videos of, of all three of them right now. <laughs> okay, that counts, I think. Yeah, I've just heard of them. I just want, I want to bring them to your attention. Thank you for this service. Yeah, uh, so do you have any specific memories with weird licensed games you played as a kid or as an adult or whatever? As an adult, yes, definitely. That's mostly what I'm bringing uh, this evening uh, are games that I have discovered in the last year or so and have not been able to stop playing uh so these are all all fresh and new to me they're not new games um they're all from the, the yeah gamecube ps2 era but i i guess they're not super weird but they are some of my current favorites what about you um i i had a lot of you know i was a blockbuster child so is there a game that comes to mind of a game that's like oh actually that holds up a licensed game that holds up or like um not holds up but sorry i'm distracted by one of the games i was watching a video of and <laughs> when i show you you will understand why um like a game that like you're like you thought like this wouldn't be that good but like it's like weirdly good i i do have very distinct memories of playing one of the spongebob games actually you know what i had a bunch of spongebob games on pc they weren't like um Oh, did you Battle have the, the bikini bottom or the other ones? They were like weird PC only SpongeBob games that I was playing in like 1999. The 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 adventure game? Yeah, like o- Operation Krabby Patty. Um, I think there was another one. I think the one I played was called Employee of the Month. Yes, that one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that game was great. You could go to the Kelp Mart. Yeah. And everyone and get always talks about bread. the the platforming ones. But I feel like these ones deserve their time in the the spotlight, right? They were pretty good in my memory. Oh, I got a really weird SpongeBob game for Christmas one year. The the launch year of the Wii, I got like um my aunt gave me this like SpongeBob game. I cannot for the life of me remember what it was called. Um but it was it, it had really bad controls and it was very strange. I remember like I think the first level was that like SpongeBob was in like a rude dude universe where he was like um like I don't know. You know those like drawings where it's like the guy driving a car and his eyeballs are flying out? <laughs> yeah. 
It was like that, but with SpongeBob, that was the first level, and the controls were really bad. This isn't really good radio, because I, I wish I had a video of this game, but I don't want to loudly type out SpongeBob Wii game, because I'm sure there was 80. <laughs> Do it, um, I'm cutting this, I'll cut it out. <laughs> it's fine, I'm, I'm, I'm fine, I'm normal. Um, anyway. Oh, wait, one more. When I got my Nintendo DS for my birthday in, I think, 2005? Um... What year did the DS come out? 2004? I think so. Um, I think so. That sounds right. Yeah. Okay. I got it in 2005 then, and it came with Spider-Man Ultimate? Spider-Man Unleashed? Spider-Man something. Uh, it was like a side-scrolling platformer uh, where you also played as Venom, I think? That game ruled. It was really hard, though. But that's probably the licensed game I spent the most time with. Spider-Man Unleashed is the game where at night he turns into a were-spider. <laughs> um, oh, I remember for the Game Boy Color, I had a Spongebob-like side-scroller. Oh my god, and I it, did too. Wow, I had a lot of Spongebob games. It was called, like, the Golden Spatula. Yeah. And, like, you could go under the ocean and, or, like, under the goo. Like, the levels felt so big. I would love to replay that game. Because I would just remember that I would, like, be exploring it. I would, like, I don't know, like, end up in a cave or something. I remember being pretty difficult. Yeah, I feel like the level the level felt gigantic to me as, a, as like, a three-year-old or however old I was. Uh, SpongeBob Golden that sounds Spatula. Right. Well, I looked up, up SpongeBob. It immediately said um, SpongeBob Skin Theory. What the Which heck? I think... Have you never seen that, Sam? I'm going to watch that video with you. No, I don't know what that is. Come to the holiday party that I'm throwing early. Okay. <laughs> and, and I'll throw that on. YouTube videos? It's not scary. It's great. Oh, J Sam, you, you have no idea how much I want to watch this specifically with you. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> it's this great... Do you, don't look anything up. I want I you to... I'm going to forget immediately. Okay, good. Um... Because I won't. Because this is a video that has, like, millions of views now. But when I watched it, it had only, like, a couple thousand. And then um, I, I lost my mind. I couldn't stop thinking about skin theory. Is this, like, one of those cars things where it's, like, they're actually people in, in cars and this is the anatomy? Because I don't like those. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. It, it, they're deconstructing the culture of Bikini Bottom. Oh, anthropologically. That's oh, I love anthropologically. That. <laughs> there's there's lots to discuss. I love learning. Mm-hmm. And I love learning about licensed games. Me too. I think let's let's start with with let's start presenting our weird licensed games. Absolutely. So my first one, I'm gonna post here. This is what was distracting me before. I'm going to post this in the chat. You can watch this video. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rockstar so, Games, baby. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so, so what I've brought today is a Game Boy Color game uh, entitled Austin Powers Obehave. So this is a game... It's a Game Boy Color game where it appears to be the conceit is that you've gained access to Austin Powers' personal computer. 
And is this isn't so much a, of a game as much as it is a, a life simulation of Austin Powers' computer. Oh, um, it's got like a, a Windows theme. Yeah, it's, it's his computer, like I said. Um, uh, you can pick your you can pick your gender. It says male, female, or I'm not sure. Which <laughs> With an exclamation point. <laughs> Um, you can also pick a partner between Felicity Shagwell, Ivana Humpalot, or Alada Vagina. God, I love Austin Powers. <laughs> oh my God, great flick. Who is who is number two working for? Sorry, I'm watching this now. What's the life sim part? I see them doing rock paper scissors. <laughs> is that just a normal day in the life of Austin Powers? No, I think that the life sim part is that it's just you you have access to his computer. I think that's the idea. Wow. I think it I think in 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 actual in actuality, um this is a mini game collection. Okay. I love that the rock paper scissors mini game is called Throw Me a Frickin' Stone. <laughs> Very <sighs> Wow, thank you for bringing this to my attention. I have a problem in my brain where anytime I think a game is remotely dumb or funny, I have to buy it. So I'm going to end up buying this. So I have really bad news. Oh, no. Oh, no. Is it really expensive? No. Worse. What? (laughs) This, uh, have you heard of Pokemon? No. What is that? So, Pokemon came out in 1996, and it had a revolutionary release tactic. Oh, my God. It had two different versions (laughs) of very similar games. And so, I would like to introduce you to uh, Welcome to My Underground Lair. Wow. (laughs) They have a Dr. Evil version. Is this, like, the same concept, except you're on his computer? Yeah. Oh, (laughs) yeah, that's exactly what it is. Wow. His background (laughs) is a cat. Oh, man. Rockstar, they were really just having fun with it back then. I know. Like, what happened to... to, They went from this to Red Dead 2. Like, what a fall (laughs) from grace. Where's the love? Come on. One of these games is just a calculator. (laughs) Oh, this is so good. Thank you so much for sharing with the class. I got turned off. I'm not going to stop watching. I know. Me neither. Okay. Give me one of your games. Okay. Um... So I know that Shrek as a whole is kind of played at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of played. But that is dismissing the wide world of Shrek games. Everyone's always talking about the movies. No one's ever talking about the games. Um, And I have been collecting the spin-off Shrek games, not the mainline movie-based ones for the last probably year or so, uh, which started because... Maddie, for years and years and years, talked about this fever dream of a game uh, called Shrek Super Party, which, (laughs) to my knowledge, she and her brother are the only people that ever played it. And as you might be able to gather from the name, uh, Shrek Super Party is a Mario Party knockoff, ripoff, adjacent copycat kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I bit the bullet and I bought it. This game came out in 2002 for the, I think, PS2 and Xbox. And then it came out a year or so later for the GameCube. It sold like- <laughs> Wait, why did they put that on the GameCube first? 
I don't know. There's a, a weird history with Shrek games going to the GameCube. Um, they all come out late, but it's always the best version of the game, which I think is kind of interesting. And because of that, the GameCube game, which or the GameCube version, which sold like garbage, uh, is really expensive now. So I got the PS2 version, which is, uh, according to critics, the worst version, uh, which means <laughs> it's the most fun version. So this is a board game style party game. If you'd like to look up footage, I, I encourage it. You're not going to link me anything? Jeez. No, I don't have any links ready. My keyboard's too loud to type. Oh, my. <laughs> it's mechanical. So you get to, you know, pick from the, the regular list of characters. You have Shrek, Fiona, Donkey, uh, Farquaad, Thelonious, and Monsieur Hood. And that's it. <laughs> None of the love- state. <laughs> I love uh, Shrek Shrek license games that uh, take place before uh, Shrek Two. Yes, because they just are not sure who's gonna who, who, who what's gonna catch on. There's still a pretty deep well of characters characters to choose from, though. I mean, Pinocchio is probably the easiest one. He's humanoid, but they have donkeys on four legs. Put the the wolf in there, or Riding Hood, or I don't know. <laughs> there have to be other characters. You're in a in a pre Shrek two world. You're not. You don't know these characters are going to catch on. You don't know they're going to become superstars, pop culture icons. So you go with Felonius, who has two lines. Yeah, Felonius shouts out. <sighs> I mean, he is a common theme in all these games I'm bringing. So I guess he did catch on. Uh, Monsieur Hood, on the other hand, did not. <laughs> but this game is kind of wild in that there's this like bug catching system the bug okay so (laughs) you start the game and you are collecting these bugs and they don't determine your your roll order kind of thing but you need the bugs to make precious drops of bug juice to make your wishes come true or something and all the games are based on collecting bugs and winning bugs and earning bugs there's no set amount of bugs that you get from any games from winning or losing or anything it's really just random and then there's like this whole swapping mechanic and this like uh, combo system which doesn't work at all the game doesn't make sense every time we play it i swear it's like the first time we have to relearn and readjust to these rules that i'm almost certain they're just adding on the fly it's really quite something we make everyone that comes over play it uh i have probably a hundred hours in this dumb dumb shrek party game you're not moving around one board like in mario party it's everyone's in the center of town and then it splits off into these different kingdoms and each one has its not kingdoms uh different maps uh each one has its own theme there's a castle the keep the farm the swamp uh and something else uh, and the mini games are tied to those and it's really just kind of a mess because you never interact with anybody, but for some reason, every single turn ends in some sort of mini game or battle. Even if you don't land on a mini game spot, it doesn't make any sense. The bug swapping doesn't make any sense. I am addicted to this game. I cannot get enough of it. I had a really unfortunate thing happen <laughs> where... The music in this... What? <laughs> uh, those aren't jelly beans. That's bug juice. Please. That's the bug juice. <laughs> um. 
so this game has a really good soundtrack just like sonic last week i only bring games with banging soundtracks and this is top tier uh we got chris tilton on the the ones and the twos uh who <laughs> you might He's a, a well-known video game composer. He did the soundtracks for like Assassin's Creed Unity and which had a really good soundtrack and uh, the Mercenary series Black. He's done a bunch of TV shows too. He's like a, a real deal dude and uh, media, media tonic, not media tonic, whatever the, whatever the developer's name is. I can't remember. Um, they got him on this one and they sure did luck out on that one uh, because the soundtrack is the best part of this game. And there was a really long time there where the title screen music, not the title screen music, the the well center of town music, the board theme uh, was like deeply ingrained in my head. And the soundtrack is not anywhere to be found on the Internet. Um, apparently, it used to be on Chris Tilton's personal website with his like portfolio and you could download a bunch of his albums, but it was taken off. There's a track listing you can find, but you cannot download or play anything. And it's not on YouTube. Uh, so after like two plus months of this, I broke down and I DM'd Mr. Tilton on Twitter <laughs> in an act of desperation and sent him this whole long message about how the soundtrack and the game as a whole changed my life. And it just went unread for a really, really long time until one day, I think a month or two later, uh, he gets back to me and sends me a download link. And now it's on my phone and it is the alarm I wake up to every single morning so thank you chris tilton and if you the listener have any interest in this game i i really do recommend it it is it's a really good time that's trek super party don't take this the wrong way what i don't want to be your friend anymore no <laughs> <laughs> no I'm kidding this is so funny i knew about this game's existence i didn't know it had such a profound impact on you it, it yeah it's probably the game i played the most last year <laughs> I. <laughs> That's not an exaggeration. I thought the Shrek um, game you made everyone play was the the um, Smash Bros. clone. No, I only just got that one a uh, couple weeks ago, and I haven't played it yet. So that's that's a different episode. <laughs> no, Shrek Super Party. Um, it changed yeah. me. I had a lot of things to say, but I. Oh, first of all, Sam, I have a question. Yes. Um, I should I should ask this off air, but this we're we're talking about party games that I'm already here, so I do want to let you know you're be, you're you're being uh, specifically excluded at our holiday party. <gasps> what the? Because we are, um, I decided we we should all say we should all play Mario Party, but there's going to be seven people. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> and I was like, I'll be with my partner. Jamie will be with their partner. Uh, my other two friends will be together. That I'm like, Sam's the odd one out. And I'm just like, <laughs> I could match so Sam up with someone, but I like to be mean instead. It's funnier that way. Yeah, <laughs> well, I was like, thanks for the heads up. <laughs> I was like, I want Sam to... <laughs> Sam's going to be fighting against us all. It'll be... <laughs> I think that's appropriate <laughs> for the party. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, love, I love last year at the party... Um, we were making some joke. We were playing Jackbox, and there was some joke about, like, um, uh, we were doing, what do you call it? Fun Riff? Riff, Riff, Riff Fellas? What is the game called? <laughs> Quiplash? Quiplash. <laughs> I like yours uh, better. 
And so it was like, we're making a bunch of jokes about like gay people because everyone there besides you was gay. And you just wrote in, I'm not allowed to joke about this. Uh, <sighs> good time. Good time. Good time. Yeah. Um, absolutely. We should, we should play the uh, Shrek Xbox launch game together. That was made by Dice. I want where, to. Where they didn't they didn't seem to have even seen the movie itself because I don't even think Farquad <laughs> is in it or Donkey. Uh, they gave them a, a print out of Shrek and said go. Yeah. A bunch of the designs are a bunch of like the enemies are designed by Todd McFarland. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it's really weird. It's a really weird game. Once I collect all the spinoffs, I'm gonna come back around to the the mainline games and i will give a full review on those all right now sam for the next game um i do do you want me to bring up a game you absolutely didn't bring or do you want me to bring a game that i i I suspect you might have brought (laughs) um do the one i i definitely didn't bring okay so this game i'm bringing to you (laughs) Is uh, Seven Samurai 20XDX. Is that a licensed game? This is a game based on the movie Seven Samurai by Akira Kurosawa. Uh, Yeah. But it takes place in the future in this for some reason. 20XX? Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, this is sweet. Are you kidding me? It looks like it looks fun, honestly. Why does he look like Jack from Jack and Daxter? Yeah, like this is it looks it looks like a Xenoblade game. Wait, yeah, this game looks good. I've yeah. never heard of this. This I'm including on my list because this looks like just like a fun good JRPG game, like PS2 level, but for some reason it's just based off Seven Samurai. Do you know if it follows the story at all? I think it does. Like, I think it does loosely. Um, That's cool. Oh, I'm into this. I am too. We should play. I haven't seen the movie, but we should play this. <laughs> it has a really nice art style. Yeah, this does. It's like if you released L.A. Noir and just called it, like, The Godfather Chronicles or something. <laughs> like, it's like, I guess, man. Where's the Citizen Kane game? Oh, my God. I would love a Citizen Kane game. <laughs> The, the the scene where he, like, rips up the bedroom, you could make that, like, Burnout Paradise. Oh, yeah. The the crash mode or whatever it's called. Yeah, that would be sick. I remember I was once, like, um, just, like, sitting by myself as I want to do, and I was like, I wonder if anyone's t- taken the scene where uh, Mr. Kane is, is wrecking the, <laughs> the bedroom and added Ed and Eddie sound effects to it. <laughs> And someone did. I recommend uh, that to everyone. Go. Um, <laughs> it's I really love the internet. Orson Welles just destroy a bedroom while it's like, Subaluba! Ah. <laughs> uh, great. Now that's content. Hey, the Seven Samurai game sold 80,000 copies. <laughs> Internationally? Yeah. That's bad. Collector's item. It, it Game should... Oh no! It's be sad. <laughs> There's a warehouse out there that's full of copies, and we're about to buy them all. I like that you are looking up the sales data. 
<laughs> I thought it would be important. Um, I, I brought it for a couple of my games just because I do think it paints a broader picture of these licensed games. For instance, Shrek Super Party sold 470,000 copies. Oh my god. <laughs> and yet no one has ever talked about it before on the internet. <laughs> really? I feel like I've I feel like I've seen people talk about that before, but also yeah. I will say earlier this year I watched a video entitled Ranking Every Shrek Game of All Time. Oh, okay. So these aren't a surprise <laughs> to you. No, 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 no. I've heard of I've heard of the I'm 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 well well aware of the Sh- the Shrekiverse. Okay. It is played, but <laughs> it's played, but you know what? So are video games. Video so games are true. designed to be played. All right, wow. g- give me give me your next game. Uh, okay, so sticking. Well, I have two themes going. I have Shrek theme going, and I have party game theme going. <laughs> Which would you like? A uh, party game. Okay. I think I might have told you about this game at some point, and that I really want to play it with you. Uh, my second game is Muppets Party Cruise. Oh yes, yes, yes! You brought this up here. Hold on, let me let me get up yes. a video because you're rude. I'm Mu- sorry. Oh, I was doing the dishes. Hold, wait, hold on, wait, what? Sam. What? Uh, we're we're gonna load up this video at the same time, oh, and no. I want to <laughs> have a, I want to have a live reaction to it. And can you, as the editor, have this over us listening to it? Yeah, because when I looked up Muppets Party oh, no. Cruise, the first thing that popped up was rap, and apparently Kermit rap. Yeah, Kermit rap. Okay, so so you have this pulled up? Yes, I do. All right, three, two, one, let's go. Oh yeah, <laughs> I love it. Around the deck, looking for the buffet. <laughs> I check out my score up on the display. <laughs> I need a hip, no disc, and more cruise credits too. Oh, oh my God! Favor will put me into the lead, but the next game is really tough. I'm not too good at cool, but it may be enough to put me over the edge. My opponent sees someone put so the lyrics in the comments and give the buttons a click. One door red and the other blue. When you play the Muppets Party Cruise, it's all about the games you choose. Wait, this when is you incredible. Play the Muppets Party Cruise. Well, it's just When you play the Muppets Party Cruise, okay. The things I'm gonna say about both the rap and the game. Well, the game doesn't explain the rules to you at all. It's amazing that they did this. I didn't know that this existed this is literally just explaining the rules which is very helpful (laughs) what a nice way of doing that oh my god i love the comments like how is this not a meme (laughs) Uh, wow yeah good question hey do you see the one that says this is unironically a good song (laughs) it is a good song it is a good song do you want to know why just the claps (laughs) <laughs> this is a good song because it was developed <laughs> by the same developer of Shrek Super Party and they got Chris Tilton back. <laughs> this game rules. Um, oh my God. I'm smiling so hard that I'm like, my, my face hurts. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing about Muppets Party Cruise is that uh, it seems like the developer who I, I got to look up the, their name. Um, same developer as Shrek Super Party. This game came out one year later. 
Uh, I think it was the same deal. Uh, no, it came out in PS2 and GameCube, I think, day and date. Um, but they learned a lot from the mistakes of Strike Super Party because that game was not very good. And this game is genuinely, unironically, quite good. Um, it's, a, it's a solid party game. Uh, they really like changed the formula up from Shrek, uh, but also just from regular party games where it's an actual like board game where you get to move around like these open maps and uh, collect these pieces that unlock these doors that unlock certain mini games. Um, there's like a, a gambling mechanic, which is uh, surprisingly deep. Uh, and the mini games are functional, unlike in Shrek. Uh, but Again, one of the main things about this game is that the soundtrack is so good. Uh, thank you, Chris Tilton. I will play another little clip here because, wow, it's great. And this one is on his website and on YouTube. So uh, please check out the Muppets Party Cruise soundtrack. really really slapping me around <laughs> this game looks fun we'll play it we, we should play it i love the muppets i love the muppets and i love mario party yeah this one is fully voice acted there's a story there's cutscenes. it's it is a solid game not just party game uh the unfortunate thing is that it only sold eighty thousand copies total uh <laughs> so this is another game that no one has ever played but me <laughs> but it really does rule on the Muppet Party Cruise. <laughs> that, you know, that song is not on his website, and I don't know why. <laughs> Do you think he did the Kermit voice for it? He might have. No, they got uh, all the all the folks. So let me, my final game uh, is the game that I thought that you would bring, but it sounds like your your other game is Shrek. So this game, I'm sure you've heard of this. This is This has Sam written all over it. Have you heard oh, of this? Yes. <laughs> Darkened Sky. So this is like a fantasy magic game for the GameCube. Um, it looks like it's the for the Nintendo 64. <laughs> hey. <laughs> but it's for the GameCube. And the PC. Oh, I'm so sorry. And the PC. Um uh and you know, you're looking at it, you're like, this looks like a pretty bad game. Okay, whatever. What, what, what's what's interesting about it? Sam, you know what? Would you like to explain what's interesting about it? I would love to. Um, I don't know the full backstory. I believe it was published by Simon <laughs> and, and Simon and Schuster, the mm -hmm. book. The book people? Uh, publisher? Yeah, which is very strange. I don't know how that happened. Uh, but I think they were, like, running out of money or it wasn't going to get published for some reason. Uh, so they were like, hey, we need to find, like, a brand deal <laughs> to get this game out. Uh, and then Skittles, the candy company, was like, yeah, hey, we'll, we'll help fund your game if you just, like, put in very subtle Skittles references 
Um, I think they like already had the game developed and like pretty much done. So they just kind of like reskinned some magic stuff to be like Skittles powers. And they're like Skittles collectibles and pickups. And I think that's it, right? They don't ever talk about them. <laughs> like the as Skittles. I've never played it. Well, I'm watching gameplay right now and they're like putting Skittles into like spell slots, just like Skittles, like with the. It's so funny. I have been looking to. Oh, yeah, I'm watching that footage right now. Yeah, they just had these colored discs, orbs already, and then they just slapped an S on there and called it a day. Uh, I've been looking for a physical copy of this for GameCube for so long, but they're so expensive. I want to play it so bad. Oh, this game is so funny. I, I imagine that someone's going to listen to this. <laughs> She's just holding a Skittle. <laughs> the size of a baked potato that's my dream i love skittles if i could bite into one like a i don't know pomegranate i don't like skittles well that's the end of the podcast i guess yeah if you just like scrub through this uh the chance of you seeing skittles are so slim <laughs> they're just like not part of this but hey they help make the game the main character is holding the skittle that's the size of a baked potato in her hand and she keeps calling a singular Skittle, Skittles. She keeps hmm. being like, wow, the Skittles here. <laughs> He's like, this Skittles is a good one. And I'm like, what? Oh, oh that's interesting. Maybe uh, she smushed them all together. Maybe. Also, I like that that, like, the Skittles sponsorship came in a point where they had, like, voice acting. <laughs> and everything. Like, Skittles must have been early on, I guess, then. Who knows? Oh, yeah, I don't remember the story. It must have been. Um, hit me with your final game. Okay. Um, I have less to say about this one. It is another Shrek game. I have, I've brought up a couple kart racing games on this podcast. There was the the fruit racing in oh, I Race know this with Ryan. One. Okay. Um, which uh, Race with Ryan, I guess that's a licensed game. I could have brought that. Uh, <laughs> I, I did just buy a physical copy because they're taking off Game Pass and I need all the achievements. Uh, but this game is Shrek Smash and Crash Race, Smash and Crash Racing, uh, which is a Shrek kart racer that came out on every console under the sun at the time. PS2, PSP, GameCube, DS, and Game Boy. No Xbox release, which is interesting. Um I don't have a lot to say. I've only played a couple races. Last time was on, well, the first and only time was on my birthday with Maddie and my sisters. Uh, And what I do have to say is that I don't think this game was meant to be played by humans or viewed with human eyeballs. At least on the PS2. (laughs) Um, It's just, it's very busy. You can't really see what's happening. Most of the characters ride on like beasts or these big animals and the camera is so is angled so far down and so close behind your character that you just cannot see anything on top of these massive animals running around. And there's like screen shake and all these <laughs> effects. A lot of bloom. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it the looks like the, is crazy. It looks like the parts of Sonic 06 where Sonic just starts going super fast. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And the the tracks are very poorly marked. You clip through like all the geometry. You get turned around and stuck all the time. 
it is it's not a very good game but it is <laughs> fun to play as a group <laughs> this game is giving me motion sickness so honestly I, <laughs> we had to stop playing for that reason the reason why i know this game um and i got excited about the fact that i knew it is because i watched a streamer play this for a solid like i believe an hour recently <laughs> That's too long. <laughs> yeah, I was, I like, I, I put it on my TV and like watched it while I ate breakfast. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so I had a good start to the day that day. But um, <sighs> my favorite, my takeaway from this game, did you see the opening cutscene? Uh, I must have. I don't remember. So something that I noticed in the opening cutscene is that um, they decided to make an in lore, uh, uh, like um justification for why uh dragon is is smaller in this game like instead of uh like dragon is like dragon is like smaller in the way that like ridley and bowser are smaller when they're (laughs) added to smash bros Mm -hmm. but instead of just being like whatever you'll you understand the game is like donkey asked for dragon to be slightly smaller (laughs) (laughs) So that she would be the size of a cart for the cart racer. Of course. And she's not, she doesn't like it. Like she's it just mad makes at him sense. in the opening <laughs> cutscene. This, you know what, going back to characters in Shrek games, this one I think, well, it must have come out after two before three because there are like 20 characters in this or something. There's a bunch of unlockable ones and they really went hog wild with, with the people you would have expected in Shrek Super Party. Um, like Thelonious. But, yeah, Thelonious is indeed in it. Um, he, there's a lot of uh, Shrek 40 stuff from like the Universal ride, which seems like a weird thing to include because <laughs> that's not like a, a widely viewed experience. Um, I do think my favorite part about this game is that uh, one of the courses is through like a graveyard. And when you're riding or driving through there, uh, Farquaad's ghost can attack you and slow you down and i think maybe that's like the only time he's canonically dead <laughs> I, I believe he's dead in in shrek 4d oh is he okay well then this is definitely just a shrek 4d game perhaps it is perhaps it that's, is i, I don't know it. why offhand i know that his ghost makes a cameo in shrek 4d but yeah i don't either <laughs> I, I just i immediately pulled that uh, that brain years <laughs> Um, that's oh, kinda, ghost. that's it for me. Yeah, there's his ghost just slowing you down. Gingy's yeah. in it. He also he's a uh, stage hazard. They really bring everybody back for this one. Shouts out to Gingy, great character. Yeah, gone too young. <laughs> Did he die? <laughs> Didn't he? No. Oh, sorry. I don't mean Gingy. I mean um, uh, the Ma- the big Mongo? one, Mondo, Mongo, <laughs> <laughs> the big one, the big guy. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, shouts out to Shrek. God, yeah. the beast that Shrek is riding is so ugly. It's so ugly. It's so hard to watch. <laughs> oh it's my so hard gosh. to control. <laughs> <laughs> don't play that game. Play the other two. Don't don't play that game. Yeah. Those yeah. are my license games. This was fun. This was fun. I'm glad There's we so did many this. License games. That could be its own show. <laughs> <laughs> that that that's what we should have made the podcast we should have had a firm idea which was we force each other to play a licensed game yeah i feel like um, i brought a lot could have brought rock raiders oh there's a bionicles first person shooter i think could have played that i think someone is remaking that currently what <laughs> if i remember right whoa 
It's like a uh, Chex Quest situation. I think so. Well, I, I think it's unofficial. Oh, okay. That's fine. Yeah, Lego doesn't like to acknowledge that the Bionicles exist because they're they're scared. They like to every like eight years for six months and then they forget them again. Yeah, like Lego, like like what happens is Lego like brings them back for like six months, tells no one, and then whenever anyone's like, I would wish the I wish the Bionicles came back, everyone would be like, Well, you didn't support them in in the months of between May and July of 2017, and I'm like, what? <laughs> They're like, you weren't there. You weren't there when the moon was waning. <laughs> When they most needed you. You weren't there on every other Sunday. <laughs> um, uh, actually, I, I had a uh, Bionicle game for the GBA that was like an isometric uh, adventure game. Oh, that and sounds sick. It, it was good. Um, I love My Bionicles. save got like corrupted because I got stuck in part of the geometry and i go back to it every time i'm like not every time sometimes at my parents house when i find the the cartridge and it's still stuck i thought with my adult gaming skills i'd be able to fix it but no game's just ruined sad the rest of it was fun very sad <sighs> yeah shouts out to well, bionicles i was really into them i read yeah. the books i had all the comics for the first like seven years or something oh i didn't know there were comics i should have yeah. known that if they have novelizations they have come they have comics yeah, i think it started as comics Perhaps, perhaps. And then they man. had uh, the All American Rejects for that ad campaign. They had a lot going for them back then. I watched the movie. I, I, oh my god, talk to me about the movie. They played oh, lacrosse. Don't talk to me about the movie. <laughs> <laughs> the Golden Mask. Oh yeah. Sam, we're having a little. We're gonna have a little creature feature. Uh, you and me. We're gonna watch Skin Theory, then Bionicles, The Golden Mask. Okay. I own it. I'll bring you it. Do. You do? I do. I got it uh, for, I guess, my birthday or something. Christmas that year when it came out. That's so not surprising. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What so else do you this is, Anything? Um, not really, to be honest. Yeah, that's um, fine. Been playing a little Sonic Advance. I've been playing the Sonic Ooh. Roblox game. The what now? The Sonic Roblox game. Is that in uh, Roblox? It's in Roblox. It's like an officially licensed Sonic game in Roblox where it's like you get faster and you get like there's like leveling up and I, I it makes me feel so old. I don't know what any I don't know what rebirthing is. I don't know. There's all these <laughs> things. I don't know what an obby is. I'm old. I don't I don't know what you're saying. I don't either, Sam. And Are these I, Roblox things? I think so. I hope so. <laughs> um New Sonic Lord just dropped. They're definitely not Sonic things. I know everything about okay. Sonic. Uh, but yeah, I I, um, I do think we should probably end it here. Just end it. Ha- have a have a short, much shorter episode than usual. But uh, me and Sam are very busy tonight. We're, we, yeah. we're having a very busy week, which is why this this week's episode is very scattershot. But next week, or not next week, two weeks from now, next episode, we're going to do the Crunchy Awards. Actually, oh, do you yeah. Th- do you think the Crunchyroll calls their awards the Crunchies? If they do, we will be the Crunchier Awards. Okay. Ooh, I love that. We should get sponsored by Taco Bell. Ooh, it's only a matter of time, I think. We're going to have the Crunchies. Hashtag Live Moss. We're going to talk about <laughs> the best games of the years. Me and Sam are going to think of funny categories. It's going to be really oh, we could fun. We call it our, our Crunch Wrap-Up. Ooh, <laughs> our, 
our crunch wrap up supreme. <laughs> you think if we just start using that, then they'll have to sponsor us? <laughs> ooh, ooh. Okay, I have some good ideas about like we should have categories that are themed after Taco Bell menu options. Oh yeah. And the 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 game of the year is the crunch wrap supreme of the year. <laughs> okay, sounds Great. good to me. All right, we're so smart. All right, so sorry for a short episode, but next episode is going to be double good to make up for it. Um, hey, last one was long, so it balances out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, the three people that listen to this, they're they're going to take what they can get. <laughs> the, three pe- the, the, the three people who listen to this, who all know us in real life and, <laughs> and are listening to be supportive. Aw, thank you. <laughs> so uh thank you to a small bird for our theme song teen worm check out her music on bandcamp.com slash a small bird or no wait it's like a band it's a small bird dot bandcamp.com i don't know it's one of those uh i think it's on find- spotify too if i'm not mistaken it is on spotify it's on spotify uh she's the best Check out her music. It, she she's she's my favorite favorite artist right now. I'm I'm loving loving all her stuff. All five of my top songs on Spotify this year on my Wrapped were were uh, a small bird. So shouts Aww. out to her. Yeah, Sam hit us with that classic sign off. Oh yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. This is Screen Crunch. You can find us on Twitter at Screen Crunch Pod. Uh, Olive is at Olive Brinker. I am at Sam Kaufer. That's C-O-W-F-U-R. We release every other Friday. Uh, Next time we're doing our Crunchwrap Supreme. (laughs) And as always, please, for the love of God, don't forget to keep it funky. (laughs)